on the screen because you're in the same room. <laughs> It's like, why is he not on the screen? <laughs> what the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the fucker with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. I'm Lenny Marcus. And I am Leslie Jones. In the flesh. And this in is the, the podcast flesh. where the mission is to keep it 100 at all times. We talk about the fuckery going on in the world and in our lives, all while having a whole lot of fun doing it. In the studio today is Leslie Jones in New York. Thank you. And we have some comedy industry with us today. Comic strip live booker Tommy Latch. And of course, we end with the fuckery of the week but first leslie's in new york what the fuck is up you're like why am i not on the screen yes because i'm three feet away from you yeah because i was like i was looking at the screens going well i don't see you (laughs) (laughs) like jordan put him up on the screen Uh, well that's why i insisted jordan be on the screen i feel weird that it would just be a disembodied voice talking to him i know what like this big part right there jordan make yourself big (laughs) you could be all jordan if you want yeah on the screen um yeah leslie's in new york because we are headed on the road so we'll tell you all about our trips to Richmond, Virginia, and Atlantic City and upcoming shows. But Leslie got to New York so we could start it from here and run some stuff before we leave. And plane ride was fun, huh? The red eye. The, the plane ride fucking sucked. <laughs> it fucking sucked. And I'm getting I'm getting too old to fly a fucking plane. My body doesn't agree with it. Yeah. I get dizzy as fuck. I have to take like three or four Dramamine to fucking even survive the flight. And if you fall asleep, if I fall asleep and wake up on a plane, I'm going to be sick as fuck. So I'm laying there. I'm laying there dying of nausea. And I'm just like reaching for stuff to try to take care of myself. Like, don't die. I'm trying to calm myself down. Like, don't die. Don't die on the plane. <laughs> Leslie Jones can't throw up on the plane. You can't throw up on the plane. You can't do this. You so got to stay think, calm. Why can't you throw up on the plane? Because somebody will be holding a phone. Yeah, like to- <laughs> exactly. Leslie Jones, Earl's on the plane. I mean, how, how you think Mike Tyson got caught hitting the dude? There's somebody else recording. That's it. true. So then I start throwing up and everybody's like, Leslie's throwing up on the plane. Does she have COVID? You know, that type of shit. So. So I had to take my, I had to be calm and calm myself down. And you landed. And I landed. Do you feel better when you land? A a little bit. I had to piss, but then I was exhausted. (laughs) Then I was just fucking exhausted. And then, you know, when you're trying to like, I don't do everything myself anymore. I have housekeepers (laughs) and assistants and people who's supposed to help this trip be smooth. And I swear, for God, them motherfuckers, it's almost like they pull out a revolver and shoot me in the back. (laughs) Because it's just like, it'd be little stupid shit. Like, where's the fucking deodorant? Where's the, like, little stupid shit? Don't you have New York deodorant and LA deodorant? It's supposed to be like that. So someone was supposed to come and unpack those boxes and put them up. But then the front desk has some fuck shit going on where they wouldn't let them have the boxes. (laughs) So what do I get when I open up the door? A whole hallway full of boxes. boxes. And then Brian was supposed to come over and I'm like, Brian, why you ain't come over? He's like, oh, there was no boxes. I said, there's a million boxes. (laughs) And half of them is your shit. So it's just like... Oh, my God. It's like that type of shit. And then trying to do my own makeup. And then when they're packing shit, they pack it the way... Instead of when you pack something... Like if I was packing for you, right? And I packed a... a, a, One shirt. No, if I... But even if I... Let's say I packed you four shirts. I'm going to text you and say, Hey, Lenny, I packed you four shirts. Right. If you doing... Especially a makeup kit... 
If you put new stuff in there, you put new brushes in there, all, all that needs to be explained to me because you know why? why? I'm not a fucking makeup artist. Mm. I'm a goddamn comic. So it just little, like people think like people, and I know people are listening to this going, oh, rich people problems. Well, you can go suck my dick. <laughs> this is my fucking problem. Also rich people problem. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> suck my dick. Okay? I, and that's what I was telling somebody the other day. I used to do all this shit myself. I used to pack myself. I used to do all this shit myself. Yeah. It is the worst thing when you do get into a position where you can't do that shit yourself no more right. and you have to depend on people to think like you, it's a nightmare. Well, so I always have to tell them, when you guys fuck up, I suffer from your fuck up. So I don't understand. What did you need the vacuum cleaner for anyway? It was a vacuum cleaner for New York. I had just sent oh. the vacuum cleaner for New York. Oh, I see. And so so the uh, the lady who cleans my house don't have to tug her uh, vacuum cleaner when she comes. So okay. I just, you know, since I'm going to be here a lot, just buy a vacuum cleaner for the house. And, and of I, course, somehow it gets sent to the to wrong the, to address. To my old address in Harlem. I'm so <laughs> glad they didn't sell it. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ass vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh man, only you could have only, a vacuum cleaner, right? Only Go me ahead. go through this type of shit. Only That's me. That's crazy. That's crazy. It don't make no goddamn sense. Uh, well, you made it. Yes, I did. And why are you half an hour late today? Because trying to figure out Lola's a fuck shit of a brushes. We're trying to do my makeup. Trying it's because okay, she did it though. It looked good. No, I did it, yeah. motherfucker. So oh. let me tell you what this day was supposed to be. I was supposed to get up, yeah. twelve fifteen, work mm -hmm. out with Thaddeus, mm -hmm. then start getting ready. But uh, we cancel. I canceled the Thaddeus thing, so at least I had a little extra time. But see, what I have to remember is I have to take my hair down because right. my hair be braided. So I have to take my hair down. I have to. It's so many things to get ready because then I know I'm coming here. I got to put makeup on. I know I'm going to the game afterwards. Right. I got to look nice. I right. got to do everything now. Right. Chingaracito casera de puta. I should have started. At ten fucking clock, and then you sent me to get the sandwich, the famous sandwich. The famous sandwich. And why is the sandwich different? Because I get there, and apparently they're jam packed. So I'm standing online looking at the clock, going, "Oh my god!" The so, same place. So my guy who makes the sandwiches, he's got an assistant now, and apparently the assistant is not up to speed. So he was doing something before he took over this job, and she did it. And I'm telling you, that place is great. The but owner is amazing, but th they hired this girl. She's the counter girl. She doesn't give up. We're going to go curse that bitch out after this. Okay. Don't you ever make me a bad sandwich, you <laughs> fucking whore. You live in fucking New York. I'll she, kill you, bitch. She does not give a shit. Jordan, look at this shit, Jordan. Jordan, look at this shit. Can you see it? <laughs> what? I, no love on this one? Look at this. Whatever it was, she started it. Why don't you put bacon bits? Bacon bits? This is what this bitch put on there. Bacon bits. Mm. This is not bacon. It's bacon bits. Mm. The worst part of the bacon. I'll beat that bitch ass. All I'll right. beat that bitch ass. And I ain't even get to smoke no weed today. So that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is a goddamn problem. <laughs> You've had a kind of a whirlwind of 48 hours, which is it's just... It's so awful. You know what? <laughs> you, know what's so, you know what's so funny is that I think I when you're planning stuff, yeah. you don't. I don't give myself grace time. So, like, I was supposed to come Saturday night. That would have so been crazy. That would have been better. Better? No, it would have been better because I would have came Saturday night, got here Sunday morning. Rested for two days. Slept all day, yeah. Oh. And then that would have gave me time to really have my mind wrapped around what the fuck it is I need to do. Because I would have slept all day Sunday and then got up Monday in the middle of the afternoon and then fucked with shit. Well, that's why we're coming back from like Atlantic City she right know. after the show so we can have a whole extra day for you to rest. Yeah, yeah, because that's what, yeah, you told me, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, you were at the Chris Rock thing at the comedy yeah. store on, that was 
Friday, Saturday, Friday yeah, you night. You still haven't got to see that, huh? No. Like people got reels and stuff. I'm gonna go through the thing and, and, and send oh, it to good, you good. so you can see it. But I was so nervous. I was really well. I, you know, I, I always. You know, pull stuff off. I yep. knew the story and all yep. that stuff. But when I got there, they because t- they told Jay it was a tape too. Because I said, Jay, I thought you told me it was a tape. She said they told me it was a tape. So when we got there, they're like, No, it's live. And I was like, Oh, okay. That you know that makes you a little <laughs> a different bit more story. Yeah, it makes you a little bit more yeah. nervous because you're like, Oh shit, I really got to get the story right. Yes. There's no editing in right. this. So uh, when I got up there, if you, I want you to see it because okay. it, when I first got up there, you could tell. You were nervous. That I was nervous. Huh. It was like, oh, I was even shaking my voice. I was like, oh, you know, Chris Chris Rock is, because that fucking father shit you put in the goddamn script. I didn't put anything in the script. Fucked, you can edit whatever you want. It fucked me off. You said my father. It it's fucked, not fuck, fucked you up. I did, Again, for the millionth time. Off. It's not fucked you, you off. Fuck me off. <laughs> That's not the right listen, expression. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Totally you put, you put, you put. He's a father. He's a. And I'm you like, said it. In I record. did not say. Okay, okay. Let me just no tell the people. Father, you, it, you, it, you oh, recorded into my phone. My, my phone got dictated into the. I said, into word. It what takes if, what dictation. if the dictation said it made a mistake and said father? Farter? Instead well, did of, you say farter? That's the only I thing said that would have been close. Brother. Brother, so that might have been mistaken, but anyway, Jordan, fucking father's on the script, so I'm like, Chris Rock is not my motherfucking daddy. So just change it. No, it's already stuck in my fucking head. So now oh, I'm no. out there and I'm like, you didn't say oh, father. No, but I, you could tell that I was trying to find another word. So I was like, he's Mother? my mentor. He's my, he's my, he's my brother. He's There's my, no prompter. He's my. Yeah, there was a prompter, but the prompter got father on it. Fuck. I said, listen. So I was like, he's my father. He's my brother. He's my he's my friend. He's my uncle. And, and then so then he's you my know priest. me, and you know how I am. Yeah, the way that I do things. Yeah, I always like to to hit the elephant in the room because right. that makes everything. Yeah. Uh, empathetic. Everybody right. loves you. After this, like some real shit. So what I said was, mm-hmm. "Yo, they told me that this shit was gonna be a tape, <laughs> but it's actually live, and I'm tripping out that I'm here on a Saturday performing." Live and everybody started, but you know, but so it was good. And then after that, I was able to really go into oh, okay, good. into the story because it's again. a great story. It was great. It was great. It okay, was, everybody loved it too. They loved that. And so, what's the vibe going on in that place? You're at the comedy store, and there's a million. Ronnie Chang is hosting this thing somehow, and I don't even know how it ran. Was a camera just going from place to place in the comedy store, like it room was, to room? Oh, well, you wouldn't even recognize the comedy store. It was so crazy. They made it look like they should diff- keep it, it like, like a, a studio. Yeah. No, it looked like a. Um, a fancy club. Oh. It looked really nice. I was oh. like, y'all should, you should have seen how they had the belly room. It was like a a, a backstage. It was dope. I was oh. like, damn, production can do anything anywhere. But they made this, Um, it, you got to see the set. I don't know if you've seen the stage. I, the only thing I saw was uh, the Dana Carvey, was that where they were? No, no, in that was main back. Room? No, I think I got some pictures I'll show oh, okay. you. But um, that was back in the main room, um, uh, back. Green room, oh, okay. so that they because oh, you know they got a lot yes. of stuff. Yeah, they got okay, a lot of stuff, yeah. so they probably fixed that up. Oh wow! Because you know they got a lot of place they could fix up in a comedy store, but you know comedy store is so just big. They, yo, they made it really nice, dude. They made it really nice. I don't think that they'll keep the room like that because right. I feel like they can seat more people. Right. With with the way that they're seating. Yeah. But it was really nice. But um, well, um the vibe, the vibe was. Hmm, how can I put the vibe? <laughs> 
Uh-oh. It's really hard to explain vibes for me. Because, well, was it fun? Was it like people well, are excited? I was, or? I was having fun because I was with Neff and and yeah. like uh, Zuri, this other girl named Zuri and stuff. We were laughing and stuff, but. It's the comedy store, and there are ghosts there, and the ghosts are trying to figure out why the fuck is all these people in there. And you can just, you can tell, it's just a little. It's well, a, I mean, Kareem is there. You're with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kareem, yes, and he told me the secret to the sky hook. Just want to let you know. What's but Kareem that? is like, he's so tall. Yeah. No, like for real, like you know, you seven two. I know, and I was standing by him, and I was like, God damn. You feel you, small. Yeah, yeah, I felt tiny as tiny. hell, and I had the nerve to say to him, like, I would block you out. <laughs> Now. He looked at me like, bitch, if you don't get your motherfucking ass away from me. Uh, did he say he was going to do our show? You said you asked yes, him. Yes, yes. We just have to oh, hook up with that. Yeah, I would love to have him in here so we That's can ask so him all awesome. the questions. But he said the secret to the sky hook is big hands. Big hands. He said so many people try to learn it, but they don't have big enough hands. Yeah. And he showed me his hands. Oh my God, that dude's an alien. <laughs> it was like my my hand was like in the palm of his hand. My whole hand was in the palm of his hand. Well, it's not, not only big hands, but he's got he's leaning away from yeah. the guy and he's yeah. taller than he everybody. Said, he, he said he said it. the fact that my hands are so big, yeah. you can hold the ball any type of way you want. Yeah. I do got this long arm. He said, and then I lean. Wow, yeah, it's like, amazing. It's like wow. It's genius. Can't block it. It's genius. You can't block it. And and so the atmosphere, and I hate to say this because I love everybody there, but Mm. Mm. Weird. It was weird only because I felt like some of the comics that were there were there and... They just want to be seen. Shouldn't have been there. (laughs) I don't know if shouldn't have been there is the word that I want to use. I want to just say that... (laughs) It's just like, because I don't want to say, because I don't want to. Well, I don't understand. Well, let me just uh, ask a couple questions. Was everybody who ever, if you were in L.A. and you were working at the comedy store and you were passed at the comedy store, you were allowed to come down and hang? Was that the vibe? You know, or it was just invite only? No, I didn't see any regular comics. If they were there, they were maybe outside in the parking lot or whatever. But everything was filled with production stuff, so Mm. they wasn't having too many people there. okay, okay. It wasn't too many people. It was just the people that came to the shows and stuff. But um, what I'm saying is... I don't. I'm not picking it up. I'm trying to say I'm it trying, for you. I'm trying. To, I'm trying. I'm gonna say it, and then we'll decide if we cut that shit out. Okay. But I feel like there was a lot of past their prime comedians there, and I feel like I, the stuff that they were trying to create, like the, when I went out, like the things that they were. T- Arsenio was actually great. Mm-hmm. Arsenio was great because Arsenio gets it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But everybody else was still in some stuck on shit. Like I can't explain it. Like, mm. like, like I love Dana Carvey, but he did Joe Biden, and I was like, we didn't, we didn't need that. Oh, you're talking about the after show or no? This was oh, the before show. Yeah, oh, I was geez. like, we didn't, we didn't need that. We didn't need that. JB was funny as fuck though. JB I did this. It. He did this bit about uh, not having a seat. Like he kept. It was really <laughs> funny. It was very funny. JB was hilarious. But it was funny. like some of the stuff that was in there. I was just like, okay, so they're Chris's friend. That's why they're here. Yeah, you know, that's why they're here. Well, that's but, the whole idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, they're also contemporaries, you know, they, you yeah. know, every, Chris right. is 58 yep. years old. Yep. And yep. you're going to see a lot of people 58 yep. years old. Yeah, absolutely right. And I took that into consideration. Okay. I really did. Right. I did. I just wish that we would. Um... What'd you think of the special? Oh, me, myself? Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I laughed my ass off. There was some, but I'm, you know, 
I'm just maybe I'm I don't know maybe I'm just a, a I just love some of the stuff he did. Yeah, he he I has he has it. a lot of stuff. He when he hits, he hits big. That's yeah, that's for me. I liked makes some great of the points. Stuff that he and, did. Yeah. yeah, all the points he made. I I love the um. There was one joke he did, and I was just like, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, the the thing about Beyonce uh, working at Burger King. You know, and like, uh, and Jay Z working at Burger King, Beyonce working at Burger King, she's the f- hottest chick he's ever seen. Oh, yeah, so she was working at Burger King, yes. Yeah. And but if Jay Z, he could get that, yeah, yeah, was really, really like, funny. So, I when he hits, like he hits, he yeah. hits, he's very, I like some of the anybody. stuff he was doing. I loved it actually. My only criticism of this is the same criticism I tell you all the time like, these guys do, if he sat with it for two years. Some of that stuff wouldn't be in there, and he would be able to see what the what the world is going. You know, he would have been a little more. It would have been more polished as far as like not flubbing the last joke, or you know, or some of the stuff is like other people do. Selective outrage itself is already sort of. What do you mean selective outrage? That's the name of the title of the. Oh, okay. But he's talking about select people having selective outrage. It works for Will the Will Smith thing, the narrative of the show. But I'm saying again, if he would have run it for another year, the same thing, it probably would have been a different set, and I think it would have been better. But see, see, but this is. But you don't have time. He doesn't have time to do it. I was just gonna say, like that shit would have been dated then. Yeah. You gotta like to me as an artist for him to come out and do it live. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it. I loved, I loved when he said the Meghan Markle yeah, thing. Was he was great. like, "That's in law shit." It's yep. like that stuff. Like, I like the set, and the at the end of it, him venting about yeah. Will. To me, this is what I want to tell everybody: comedians. You're gonna do it at the end. Yeah, uh, you, okay. you're gonna do it in the fucker of the week. So I'll I don't, I'm gonna say it. But he look, he had to do it now. Yeah, he had to say that stuff now, and the way he presented it. Yeah, I didn't need the pre-show. I love you, but I didn't need the pre-show, and I didn't need the post-show, but. Just a little bit. If you would have come out, told that story, and said, "And ladies and gentlemen, Chris Rock, I was good. I, you know, mm-hmm. nothing against Ronnie or anybody. Like, come on, man. Like, you would have come out, say, you're in for a great treat. Um, let me tell you a quick story, and then boom, let's go to Baltimore. Here's Chris Rock, and at just good night, you know, and like bye. That would have been enough for me. I, but they I make think, it into an event like the I, Super Bowl. See, see, but I don't think Chris had anything to do with that. No, part. I'm sure it's, Netflix. It's all Netflix. Netflix. What do you get? I'm sure. Well, look, once they pay you, like probably whatever he made, ten, fifteen million dollars, whatever he made for that. Once they do that, he did not make ten or fifteen million. What? I don't you know. You think Netflix would pay somebody ten or fifteen million? Dollars? I don't know. No, baby, he didn't make that much. No. He probably made a good man, but he made 10, 15. All right. Well, whatever he made, they get to, you know, once they say that, we're going to put a whole thing in front of it and make it a whole special and make it like an event. And it was because people were running. I was running home to try and catch mm-hmm. the middle hey, of the end of it. watched it. Oh, yeah. definitely. It got the views. Yeah, it got the views. It got and, the views. Hey, good for Chris. Rock. Maybe, and, and I like Chris. You and know, and so. I feel like that's something. Who else has done that? Who else has done that? I, I think Chappelle, maybe. Did he do a live one? I don't I think don't he know. did a live I one. No. No, I'm not doing a live one. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I would do a live. I would do it. You would do it live? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> you know I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, you just have the camera crew just watching me sweat to yeah, death. You, hell yeah, man! I love that shit. Yeah. You know, but I say I would have did two shows though. Oh, uh, that well to edit into one. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll be right back right after this. And we are back. Yeah, that's funny. We did. We went bowling as a family. And I 
You that was my first question. As a family, yeah. So Eugene and, and Birdie, Birdie, and we took another uh, mom, dad, and kid because it's Birdie's friend. You know what? You love fuck. Oh you. my god, you love bowling. Fuck you. I knew and you love bowling. How dare you do it without me, you motherfucker? We can go again while you're here. No, 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 no. Now it's not. It's not. I don't want to go. You were in town. No, I wasn't the first one. No, I wasn't the first, first one, one. You bowling with. We've been bowling before, but that's oh, okay. Birdie. Do you have like bowling shoes? No, 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 no. You have your own bowling ball. I used to when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. That was was it thing. like was it a kid bowling ball? No, or? no, it was a real bowling ball. It was probably like uh, I think I got it when I was like 12, 13. So it was like a hundred and yeah, I mean it was like a probably a twelve pound, thirteen okay, pound ball. Okay, so it okay. wasn't a full sixteen. So then you could really bowl then. I was decent. I'm not real, not that then good. Then why would you have a bowling ball if you weren't decent? Well, it was a whole thing because my <laughs> I told the story. My mom, who has no athletic bone in her body, she worked at Two Pen Plaza, which is the garden where yeah. you're going to. She worked in that building in the high rise. Okay. And on lunchtime, they used to have a bowling alley there, and they used to film Bowling for Dollars there. Remember Bowling for yes, Dollars? Yes, I remember. That bowling was a for great dollars. TV show. I love Bowling for Dollars. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and so that now it's not there anymore. Now it's like the felt. It was the Felt Forum. They do wrestling there, and now it's I don't know what it is now. Um, it was like a little theater. The theater. Where you go bowling now? Well, now this bowling alley is all over New York. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, there's one in Port Authority. There's one on Forty Second Street. There's one at Chelsea Pe Chelsea Piers. Okay. Okay. So um, anyway, my mother who worked in that building and lunchtime. Uh, the whole group, the bowling was big then, so the the whole group would go to lunch, and they were like, "You got, we need one person because they'd bowl against other departments." And so my mother, they were like, "We need one for our team," and she's like, hey, "I'm not doing that." You know? <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Come on!" And next thing you know, she comes home. Uh, yeah, they're making me go bowling, and all of us are like. Uh, bowl? You get to bowl at lunch? We're freaking out. So now my mother, who, again, bowls maybe 100, she goes, I'm embarrassing our team, so can we go on the weekend? So we all went Aww. as a family bowling, and now we all fell in love with it. So now, can I get my own bowl? Whatever. Aww. So I joined the bowling league with my friends, So and then we took her bowl. So I joined the bowling league, and she got me my own ball, so I had my own ball. It was I you mean, have such a cute story. Yeah, about that your was family. fun. Yeah, that was fun. So he went so bowling. Fucking innocent. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I beat Gina, so that's all I care about now. I got through at one fifty-seven. Yeah, my my mom good. could bowl really well. But get this one. You know, this is my highlight of the day. I I knocked down the six-seven split, which is very, very close to the ten yeah. to ten seven that's ten split. Hard. You know what Gina was doing while I knocked down that six seven <laughs> split, which is about a point eight percent chance for pros. Okay, <laughs> just that's how lucky I got. She was filming the giant pretzel they bought for the kids. <laughs> I mean, everybody in the whole place went nuts. I look up, my wife goes, "I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. Why? Because they took a picture of the pretzel." So no one has a picture of you no doing it. No one has it. a picture as that. But they have 400 pictures of Birdie rolling it down. They God have like damn, a Gina. You Come have on, one Gina. fucking job, Gina. Come you on, have one Gina. fucking job. And then I got to give it to her. She murdered me again at Papa Shot. Can you Papa Shot? You know, the basketball, that little stupid arcade game. The little basketball wow, game. Wow, I'm surprised you didn't beat her as I, much as she, she talks can, shit. You I do talk, talk shit, but the thing shoot. moves. I don't know. She's a she's yeah. like a savant. Did she used to play basketball? Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. No, no. Real basketball, she has no chance of ever scoring ever. There's defense involved. But oh, you're a dickhead. I am you a don't dickhead. Fucking I, no. Gina I'm can gonna play. tell you right now. You're a dickhead. I'm gonna tell you right now. My wife and I play basketball. I'm not letting her score. Zero. That's because you're a dickhead. <laughs> you're a fucking dickhead. I hope that you do play your wife and I'm on your team because I'm gonna file the fuck out of you. I'ma file your motherfucking ass. So I had a whole weekend with Birdie, so we did that and then we 
we did this candy thing. They have these things for kids. You can pay and create candy. They take them in into oh, one room and do stupid. a candy thing. It kills a day. Don't. And Gina went and got a haircut, so I had to do something with Birdie. I took her to this. It's a great activity. And but sugar. I know sugar. And then on the way home, we stopped at the comedy cellar, and I took those pictures of her on yeah, stage. Yeah, I don't think I Come like on. that you took her into that dingy, disgusting There's ass club. There. It's a fucking dingy ass, disgusting club. She's a child. There's let, nobody you there. Her, you let her put her mouth to that mic. She didn't you lick the many, mic. We washed her hands before and after. To you. you know how many people got herpes and shit? You don't <laughs> fucking let her touch that fucking mic. You let your child touch anything oh, in a I comedy really loved club. It. Oh, you are the worst. Come on. <laughs> then she had a hamburger, fries. Watch the like the uh, Charlie Chaplin movies in that place. Oh, she had a great. She had oh, a great yeah, I day. Oh, went there and ate. Yeah. That restaurant's open during yeah. the daytime? I uh-huh. didn't know that. Yeah, we had lunch. I didn't know that. Oh. That's why we went there, not to take the picture. Oh, we went to okay. Lunch. Oh, okay. And I was like, this is where daddy works. Give her a nice little tour. She won't oh. remember any of it. She's not going to, did she, was she impressed at all? Yeah, yeah, she loved it. She, she but wasn't. she, when she was holding the mic, she had that thing with like with you scared out of her mind. So you know what she does. You know what she does. Oh, when she, she gets just scared. starts she smiling. Just, she just starts smiling. The big like, eh. <laughs> That's why it's such a great picture because she's like, eh. She's just frozen. She just started smiling. It's so funny, Jordan. Jordan, she literally just freezes. Her whole face, is, her whole face uh, be like this. Uh. <laughs> it's it's very so cute. Funny. It's very cute. And then it's like, take them slowly, put take down the, the microphone. I'm holding her the whole time. I came over the house and I'm holding her the whole time. And she, the whole time she's like this. Yeah, but we have a picture funny that when she was three months old, so tiny, Leslie came. For, we took Leslie to lunch, and we put the, <laughs> we put Birdie in her hands, and Leslie has that same face, like I'm gonna drop the baby. I'm gonna like, drop the baby. The it's smile because the baby was so white. It was such a white ass <laughs> baby, and then up against me, it's just so white. And then it's a little baby. I was like, oh, get this white baby out of my hand. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. We'll be right back with white baby Tommy Latch right after this. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, everyone. Now it's time for Who the Fuck is This? Who the fuck is this? Well, we welcome and interview special (laughs) guests on the show today. We have one of the bookers of comedy in New York City. He has been the general manager and club booker at the Comic Strip Live in New York City for over 10 years. He's also the sound guy, repairman, bartender if need be, and can do 10 minutes if you really need him to. (laughs) Please welcome Tommy Latch. Tommy! What's up, buddy? (laughs) Tommy, I didn't know your last name was Latch. I know, I know. (laughs) I didn't even realize you remembered. Yeah, well, what Tommy Latch. It's just in my phone. It's German. Tom E with yeah. a dash. Yeah, yeah. Mr. E. Mr. E. That's why I don't <laughs> know why. Hilarious. Yeah, Mr. E. Welcome, Mr. E. And that's, oh, oh you know why it's Mr. E? Because uh, Club Soda Kenny. Norton, remember that guy? You know, Club Soda Kenny? Norton's guy that talks like this. He goes, I go, it's Tommy. He goes by Tommy. He goes, hello, Mr. E. Mr. E. <laughs> So he calls him Mr. E. Tom E. Oh. Tom E. Tom I, don't, e. I don't like dumb so jokes bizarre. like that. I don't yeah. Like so now he's been Mr. That e in my, my phone. That was my stage name. Right? Tom E. Tom E. <laughs> That's it? You yeah. didn't go by a last name? No. <laughs> That's why I'm here. How long were you a comedian before you were did what you do now? How long did you do stand-up for? I did it when I was... when I I did it in the early 90s. Yeah. Me and JR, who oh, was also yeah. works at the club. And yeah. then I quit and then did it 
2004. And then how did you hook up with... But I was already working at the club. The reason I started doing it was because I was watching all the open mics. I was like, I can do this, man. I can do this again, you know. And, and then... It went pretty well. Yeah, I did good. Well, I did fine. Yeah. But I didn't have the drive. I'm not that, come watch me. I'm funny. Put me up. I'm funny. You were funny on. enough for Lisa Lampanelli to take yeah. you on the road. Yeah. That, that must have good. been something. That was, yeah, well, yeah, it was something. <laughs> would you like to elaborate it was a nightmare it was fun at first then it yeah. was just an absolute nightmare why was it a nightmare because you know she's a nightmare <laughs> it was How's just well, there was i like, don't know her like that there she's was two nice of her there me. was there was friend lisa oh, and then business lisa oh and then when you had to deal with business lisa it was a nightmare oh, just okay. the first time i ever went and opened up for her we did this little theater in connecticut or something my first time yeah and I'm like, oh, this is awesome, whatever. And we get there, and they spelled her name wrong on the marquee. Hmm. And we're in the uh, dressing uh -oh. room or waiting room, whatever. And she's like, uh, can you go wait outside? I was like, yeah. Slams the door and starts yelling at this guy. I was like, what the fuck did I get myself involved with? Oh, boy. Like, letting him have it. Like, I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> but it was fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was just you and her everywhere you went? No, there was always other another uh, like an act. opener. It was like I would open, and there was a middle, and then. Mm -hmm. And how long did you get? How long did you? Two you, years. And then that that's the end of comedy for you. You're like no, that's I enough. kept doing it. Oh, okay. And I didn't with her anymore, but then mm -hmm. I kept doing it at, in in the city, and then uh, once I started managing. Well, how did that come about? Like, how did you decide to? Who offered you that job? Genie. Oh, at the the owner well, of Well, I mean, I was already working at the club as a job. I was the phone guy for from 2004. Right. That I remember. Yeah, until like 2013 mm -hmm. then. When Lucifer was there? No. I was Lu there right when Lucian was was dying. Lucian Hold was the general manager Lucifer. of the Lucifer. The comic strip from <laughs> Whatever, late seventies to two thousand and four, and apparently Leslie evil. didn't like him. Apparently, no one liked that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Leslie, who you, who you know likes Lucifer? Just not my cup of tea. Yeah, go fuck himself, you fucking leprosy having ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. So Leslie was thumbs down on Lucian. He died exactly how he's supposed to have died, piece by piece. <laughs> he, yeah, he had uh, a disease called scleroderma. It was leprosy, and his and God was getting him back <laughs> body, for all the evil body parts would start to fall off. That, so. That's leprosy, okay? Yeah. Um, so my wow. had to wear gloves so his fingers wouldn't fall off. So you were Fuck there him. for Lucian. What did, what's your experience with Lucian Holm? Oh, he didn't like me around. He like, liked I used nobody. To, I used he didn't to, like nobody. He liked me. He, I used to, he I liked think, you because yeah. you were probably a straight-up Jewish white motherfucker. Well, no. I mean, he was. Yeah, he'd said some crazy stuff to me, too. But I live close to him, so if he needed something, I would go over there and help him out. If he needed oh, a finger Oh, God. Up. Are you computer, serious? Computer. He had to do everything on the computer, so oh, I had to go over there. I hate you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I hate you you for can't that. say no. Well, why wouldn't you tell him no? Why are you fixing this computer? He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I know hey, he's hey, booking hey, the club. Spots. Hey, hey, yeah. I got this. Hey, I got this done for you. But hey, I just wanted to mention something real quick. Why are you such a dick? <laughs> like you fixing this fucking computer? He needs you. <laughs> I don't know why y'all don't be saying no, shit. I, gotta... I had no problem telling motherfuckers when they was foul. I have a funny story about that. I was fixing his computer. I was under his desk. 
uh, fixing the computer, and he's in the other room. He's in he has a computer room, so I was in the the room, this back room, and I'm under the desk. Something went wrong, so I'm wiring, rewiring something, and I hear him in the other room. He's talking to like Aspen Comedy Festival about a few people, and then he's really nice and brings up my name, right? This brings up my name because like, apparently I'm fixing the computer under his desk. So then he comes in and he's like, "I did mention you, but they seemed to not buy your persona as a computer programmer," <laughs> and I'm like. You know what I'm doing right now, right? I'm under the desk fixing the computer. You know, like they didn't. I was friends with so many comics that would go and get their fucking heart broken by him. Oh, Mike, yeah. Mike B. I mean, he used to drive Mike B. Crazy. crazy. And fucking Nikki Carr. I went with her one time because I used to always ask these people because Jamie Masada had some kind of crazy yeah, thing like thing. that, too. Mm-hmm. And I used to ask these comics, why would y'all let these motherfuckers? <clears throat> Uh, tell you what well, these motherfuckers like like Jamie wanted to be a comedian so he couldn't so that's why he started booking I would never there there's a line out the line with the new jacks that have to sit and talk to him yeah. while he's in a chair yeah. like do you think I actually get in that line so I never got in that line so he never liked me because I was like I don't fucking you kiss the ring you're yeah. a piece of shit like why the fuck would I kiss your <laughs> ring you fuck fuck you fuck asshole <laughs> fuck you motherfucker like, he's at the listen, laugh factory this, the under, this is what people don't understand about me when I started comedy I I came from dope dealers, crackheads. Stra- I came from the hardcore motherfuckers. So when I got into this business and people tried to be hardcore, I'd be like, motherfucker, you're a bartender. I will beat your ass with your bottles, motherfucker. You are a booker in a goddamn, that's all you are. You're not a fucking gangster. That They would try to act like a gangster. So Lucian, my friend Nikki Carr, went to, uh, went to audition. Nikki comes out in tears because I ain't even going to club. I didn't even go in the club because I I didn't even like seeing him. Yeah. Because I was just like, go fuck yourself. I used to, I literally would, he would be like, who, fuck off. You don't need to know who the fuck I am, bitch. I ain't never doing this club. Literally, I would tell him that. So Nikki comes out and she's crying. And I'm like, why are you crying? And she was like, he told me that, <clears throat> you know, people are laughing at me more than with me. Oh, I went back in there and I said, what the fuck does that mean, bitch? She's a fucking comic. If they're laughing, that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's why I'll never do this bitch-ass club. You're a bitch. Um, we'll cut but to 20 years later. Leslie will be that. appearing at the comic strip this week. And tonight. I'll be at the comic strip this week because that motherfucker dead now. He dead as fuck. Oh so now God. I can go in there. Yeah, yeah, Jordan, cut it off. I'm going to fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> he has no say anymore, for sure. No, but for real, like, this is this is no, the thing. Wait, let me tell Then he gets so mad at me when I be, like, really honest about the, sh- the way that I feel about people. Because I'm not scared. Y'all motherfuckers be scared to tell people who are shitty to other people that you shitty, motherfucker. Well, here's the thing. There's only a certain amount of clubs you could work at the time in New York City. And and he, he at least the one thing they had at the comic strip, I will say, back in the day, they had a system of how to pass the club. What? Go ahead. For white comics. Okay. Y'all had very few places. Me as a black comic, I worked three or four clubs a night. Oh, there you go. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't give a fuck about the white clubs because if, you, if you're not going to book me, fuck you. I can make $150 over right. here in this room. So I think white comics stuck to the cellar. And what was the other one? There was another one. Um, New York Comedy Gotham, Club. Gotham, New York. And there what was, was the other one? There was a bunch of them. Um, Boston. It, Boston and then New York Comedy Club. And Stand Up New York. Stand Up New York. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to fuck with them. And you could just see the depression on these motherfuckers' face because you don't go up. Come do some of these other rooms, but you don't want to do these other rooms because you don't think they're good enough. 
Well, I was good enough to, to uh, lucky enough to pass everywhere, but mm-hmm. it's not like they were throwing spots out, so I'd right. have to run around the clubs. But they all, the one thing Lucian had was, I don't even know how I, you, he had, you, you he, don't even know how he passed. The one thing he had was leprosy. <clears throat> he would just, Monday night, you could, you could, you could try and pass the club. He had black gloves on like he thought he was looking <laughs> Did cool. Did you ever actually Your audition for him? Fingers. No, Your he never, fingers. she never wrote. No? I, However, I did the strip before he seen me perform before, mm-hmm. but he was too scared to talk to me. I would, why? Why wouldn't he be? He he was too scared to tell me anything because I came <laughs> off that stage because I ripped it. I ripped it, and I dare you to tell me I wasn't funny, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll beat you out them <laughs> leprosy gloves you got on. <laughs> hey, what he gonna do? He ain't gonna be able to hit me back. He ain't got no fingers. <laughs> Fuck him, and I asked with a big dick at a rapid pace. Just takes no off the Vaseline. He's got like one. No Vaseline. The, the fingers flapping in the breeze. Somebody told finger. me when he would golf. F- when he would golf, the finger <laughs> flap of the one finger he's missing would flap as with the golf club. Listen, and y'all oh didn't my. y'all didn't make fun of that. Though. I didn't golf with him. Oh, I, I would have made fun of that. Oh, that little bit of that little bit of finger don't throw your head off, boy. That little flap finger, that little empty flap. So he was like the chick off of uh uh off of um Handmaid's Tale, the one that got her finger cut off, had that one glove. <laughs> Man, listen, I don't give a fuck. I give no fucks. And trust me, that's exactly how God gonna make me die. He gonna make me, all my shit just fall off of me just because I did just that Just because today. you did that? Sorry, Lord. You po- know Lucian was Lucifer. The point is, the point is, all these clubs, we'll get back to Tommy. The, the point is, all these clubs are like little kingdoms, and mm-hmm. the people who run them are like the little king and queen of that little kingdom. Mm-hmm. And they don't, and he'll tell, Lucian would tell you, I'm a big fish in a small pond and I like it that way and he was he was the emperor of he could man, he could tell who passes and who doesn't who gets on stage and who doesn't and they're all like that from Jamie Mastad in LA to the booker Adam A got bound in LA and what when it was of, that Mitzi and Esty and what kind of fish and what kind of pond <laughs> is it a fish with no fingers <laughs> is it a pond with black <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like that everywhere. Um, what's so unfortunate now is the way that 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 happens now. Like back in the day, like real comics would get a chance. You know, you'd get a chance to get up. You know, the bookers and the people in the club cared more about putting up good comics and stuff. But now. Everybody get up. Everybody gets up. Yeah, it ain't like it used to be. Yeah. Yeah, everybody gets a little bit. It's a little bit more liberal. But in 2004, he passed away in 2004 in that club. I got to hand it to him. You know, he was great at marketing or whatever he did. Yeah, That club went down the shitter quick. Yeah. Well, talk about that. McGowan. Well, I mean, there was three owners. That didn't help. And immediately, as soon as he dies. uh, That was right when I first started working there. McGowan had me and JR ripping out the booths during Lucian's funeral. There were three owners. John McGowan, Richie Richie. Tinkin, and Bob Wax. Wax. And they all came in. I'd never seen them in the since I worked there from 99 to with Lucian years from 98, 99 to 2004. And then I'd never seen any of them. And all three of them were there. And Richie Tinkin wanted to take over the place and Bob Wax wanted to manage the place and and the third guy wanted his bar back. He was a bar owner. He was a bar man. So he he cut the bar in half he and took, took out everything. He yeah. didn't want the bar. He didn't want, he messed everything. He didn't want comics hanging out. Yeah. He made it as uncomfortable as possible. Why? I don't know because the club was doing so well. Yeah. That he didn't give a shit about the comics. The club was he just gave a shit right. about the money. He tore. The, the and club, he don't understand that the people was there for the fucking comics. Yeah. He's dead I too. Hate, 
I hate club owners. <laughs> no, club owners, y'all, y'all got that shit fucked up. I, it, it was amazing to me how club owners can be so shitty to the people who make them yeah, shows. Yeah, exactly. Dude, it was they, nuts. But the thing was that Lucian ran this place like such a like Machiavellian yeah. way that he ran everything. And while he, yeah, he was crazy, but the club succeeded. Mm-hmm. And those three guys basically did not have to leave their houses and just collected money. That's how good and they, he And they learn. just went and fucked themselves off because right. and then they're they, fucking privileged-ass white men who think they know everything. And then they eventually Lucian dies, and they all try to get their cut. Well, Bob wasn't happened? around. No, but Bob, I met Bob. He came back, and he started managing people there. That was in 2008, 2009. Well, it took four years for these. Is that the yeah, one that destroyed the bar and all of that? No, no McGowan, McGowan destroyed what, the bar. They... they uh, Bob and Richie, or Richie and Bob, Richie and John that ran the club. Bob was in L.A. Like, Man. he stayed in L.A. the okay. whole time. For a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh... But they all eventually then, came back to John get their McGowan hand in it. brought in Peter Shapiro yeah. and... And it very slowly Richie started going down sick. the toilet. Yeah. Richie got sick, so then John was taking advantage, robbing the place blind, mm. just shutting, you know, ruined it. Cut oh. the bar out, took out the boost, everybody's like... The comics are going to be upset. You're taking these booths out. Fuck them. I don't care. Because he was like, I can have people standing in here waiting to get into the club. Uh, buying a drink. Yeah. Which they didn't do. But he didn't even he didn't even want them buying drinks in there. Right. He didn't want them. He wanted he goes, he wanted it to be just a waiting room and make the money in the back. Crazy. And just make it his own. He turned the cable TV off so the comics <laughs> couldn't watch sports. I think it's there was no a comic. Sense. I don't know who it was with reading a newspaper in there and he ripped it out of their hands like it's not a fucking library. <laughs> Oh no! I would have whooped his ass. He would have got his ass whooped. But he, oh, no, but mm-hmm. he never really saw the comics or anything. He was only there during the day. Well, and then Richie was there at night, and Bob was never there. But it's, the point is, it's slowly dilapidated. So yeah. where do you come in? What year? Start managing after Bob died. What year? In two thousand thirteen. Okay, so it took so ten years, almost ten yeah. years later. Yeah. Wow. But I was doing comedy. I didn't care about that kind of stuff. And then I realized. Fuck comedy. It's a pain in the ass. I'm never going to make a living. I'll be a manager. And then once I started managing, I was still doing comedy for a little bit and I couldn't concentrate. It was horrible Mm -hmm. because I'd be up there looking and I'm like, why don't the table have any drinks? Why is that waitress (laughs) over there fucking off in the corner? What the hell is going on? And then I'm trying to tell my jokes and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Mm. But and you were getting a steady paycheck to run yeah, the place, so absolutely. Hey, there you go. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and I don't have to go and beg everybody every day that I'm good. You also have a demeanor for it. You're kind of calm. No, you're yeah. very calm. Actually. I tell you, ninety percent of the comics don't even realize they book. Like I just like <laughs> I, I just like I don't want. And you know, it's they just, just send in an email and it comes uh, back. Right, dude. So I'll bizarre. walk right past people I book every day and they have no idea who I am. Huh. <laughs> you just think you're a guy that works. It's there. hilarious. Huh. Like, in go. the beginning, like Jeannie was like, you know, let's just keep it. Let's don't let anybody know who's <laughs> fucking. I'm like, well, people are going to know. Like, you would know. You well, know, you have stuff to like know. That. But, you know, forever, be like, who the hell's booking that place? <laughs> that is Because weird. I don't want that people coming up and, you know, begging or whatever. Look, I admire you for doing that. But, you know, I'm, you know, either you're funny or not. Send it, yeah, I'm going to know about you. If somebody else suggested you, that's what uh, most people get. And then we have the lottery from. show. There's a lottery that we do. Do you bring it? Is the lottery in place now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Every Tuesday night. We Tuesday. Do it. Okay. Like, it used to be Monday. Every Monday yeah. night there was a lottery. You could. It happened twice a year. Sorry. Yeah. The lottery happened twice a year. You get a ticket. You'd come into the showroom. They put your name in a book. Uh-huh. Like, and, you and then you come back on that date, you audition for the club, 
You go up with, you know, and then if you passed, you'd have to come back the week later to talk to Lucian. Or, and then if he liked you then, if he liked you then, after the MC gave you notes or whatever, you passed the club. Yeah, I went twice through Starla. Okay, so Starla. Two weeks and Let then... me explain Starla to the Starla was the house MC for from like 2000 to 2004, maybe. And she, the directive that Lucian gave that host was, if you pass them to me and I don't like them or I think they're terrible, I'm going to yell at you. Yeah. So she was really hard on comics, but he, they, she doesn't know, doesn't explain that directive. She just, <laughs> people just screamed at her, you're not funny. Why are you telling me I'm not ready? Because you're not even fun. And they would scream on the way out. I mean, they were clowns. I mean, literal clowns that would come in and audition. Anybody could audition. You, I saw a guy in a KKK outfit put a KKK hood to go up and he's like, comic. Yeah, anybody can anybody, get in that line. Jugglers, and be, guitar acts. You'd Jesus. be homeless and just walk up and get a date. If you can get a date. That's how it is at the comedy store. It's crazy. So and they were always stuck to they it. They got so a night like that, too. So, so it was just... Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, it was really hard to pass. It was really hard to pass, but when you did, you realize you're legitimate. You're, it took me like three times, four times to pass, so you... Really? Yeah. Ugh. I was. Cl- I couldn't pass Starla. I couldn't get to Lucian. I don't even understand the word pass. The only place I passed that was comedy store. Mm. That's it. And yeah. and, and then like even said, then when they came and told me I passed, I was like, bitch, I ain't know I was I thought I was just performing. I ain't know that this well, was yeah, they don't say you They don't they don't I thought you I literally that's how green I am. I'm thinking, is there some kind of ceremony where he takes out a scepter and <laughs> yeah. I get down on one knee and he goes, yeah. You've passed yeah. the clip. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, no. He came on and he was like, Yeah, start calling your veils. Yeah, you, that's you what it means. Start you calling, pass. Start calling your veils, you pass. And I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> pass what? <laughs> Fuck out of here. I'm fucking audition for you bitches. It's a fucking comedy club. Fuck well, when y'all. you get the number, you pass. That's always helpful. So, well, what, how what? is, how is it? So, how's the Tuesday? Have you found anybody from yeah, these Tuesday say, does that, What time does that happen? It's all uh, night. Just during the regular show on Tuesday. You have a couple pros four and you put people. Four I know, but what time is it? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock to what? Ten or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, we'll do two acts, then put up two auditioners, then another act. And then two auditioners. Do you find anybody good lately? Just two so mm. far. This month or this year? The whole time. Oh, wow. But after, you know, it's brutal now. I mean, it's COVID a lot of fucked people. everything up, man. Why? Everybody thinks they're funny. Everybody. Uh, yeah. The internet. Do, they do dumb shit. Yeah. Like, doesn't even. There was this old lady the other day. Like, it's just old brutal, lady. man. No, it was brutal These, back then, too. I remember <sighs> there was old ladies and crazy people. And, Dude, they're, and they're, what they're y'all so say? What would y'all do? Y'all just go, get out. We don't talk to them, and it, it, we have Good. the host. The host just goes. let them know if we're interested. We'll we'll come talk to them. If not, we have their number, and we'll get back to them. But like, it's just brutal. Like, oh, like nice. to sit through it. Like they so did. Nice. Lucian knew what he was doing because he had Starla watch that crap first, so it never yes. got to him. Right. So we just watch it's it. It's a now. good system. Yeah. You know, it's so funny when uh, comedy act theater, uh, the club owners just would like. I remember Sharon running comedy act theater, and if you wasn't funny. She would come up to you and go, don't bring your motherfucking ass back to my fucking club until you get some fucking jokes. Don't ever do that on my oh, stage again. feedback. And then, and, then, and then Rico, Rico, Rico would be nice about it. Nico, uh, at Maverick's flat, he would be like, uh, you're just a little bit, you're not ready yet. Maybe yeah. go and, you know, he was very nice about it. Me, I like the fucking straight up approach. What the fuck are you doing? 
Wow, what, you what, on stage. But wait, what if somebody was close? What would you say? Like if somebody was close, like I was close a lot and they were really nice about it. Like you're close. You should have been past the first time. I'm sorry. Well, you don't. You know, I'm sorry. They're like, you're close. Come back. You know, like keep working on it. You you're going to pass. When I look at New Jacks, I look at the seriousness that they take about doing mm. their set. If they're up there and they're really concentrating on the joke that they're doing, they if they're up there with this nonchalant, oh yeah, I should have been a comic. Uh. If they do that, I'm fucking done with you. If you get up there with shit you know that's not funny, you know this is not funny. You know that's not funny. You're not laughing. Right. But you're telling a joke. Like, when I first started comedy, I didn't know that you had to write jokes about... I was telling jokes, mm -hmm. and that's why I wasn't funny. Mm. I wasn't funny. I was just... They was like, yeah, you got the stage, but what you're saying don't make no fucking sense. That's what people need to realize when you... If you want to be a comic, take the shit serious. Do one joke. You don't... You're not supposed to have more than one joke. You're supposed to have five minutes of material, mm -hmm. five tight minutes of material that you can do and get the fuck off stage. Yeah, it's brutal. Dude, how about the people who, it's I, a five minute audition, they take two minutes pulling the stool out. <laughs> and, and, immediately, immediately. See, see, I'm the type of person who would be like, all right, turn that mic off. Dude, I'll walk turn away. the mic off. I don't I'm even, a, turn, turn, turn the mic off. I'm turn, like, you think like, you got time to sit yeah, down? What are you no, doing? It, it's amazing. Oh, any comic that's, there's only maybe four comics, maybe even yeah, less than yeah, that, yeah. that yep. I can say that can sit on stage yep. Patrice and was do one. fucking yeah. comedy. When you sit on stage, you piece of shit. Yeah, I hate it. How it makes dare me crazy you? Unless it's a total act. Like, I've seen people do it. This is one comment. I can't think of his name right off top. But he he started on, on uh, TikTok doing these little videos. He's actually really, really funny. So when he starts doing stand-up, he tried to do it standing, like he and if the jokes wasn't hidden because he needed to understand that his the way he did them on the thing was him mm. sitting. I said, "Dude, I've never told anybody this, but I'm giving you permission <laughs> to sit, sit down, down on stage and do your jokes and that now to kill." But see, that's the only reason you should be doing that, unless you're somebody like Patrice O'Neal, yeah. who could come up there and fucking rip that yep. motherfucker apart because he's a beast. Yeah. But you're not supposed to be sitting your ass down. No. Like brand new comics. Like, oh, especially on, brand new. Let, let me no, get comfortable no, here or, or, real quick. It's tough yeah, to sell me that even, on a five-minute audition. No, it's Anybody, no, it's yeah, I hate no, it's saying, I'm what? saying it's tough to sell me that you're oh, allowed yeah, to sit exactly. down. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then, I then my anybody thing is, I hate down. anybody who bring beer and shit up on stage. Oh, I used to. Only though, but only though because you was already doing it, though. A new job... A new, you don't deserve a oh, fucking no. drink yeah, for five yeah, yeah, minutes, yeah, right? No. Especially an audition, or like I'll be sitting in the back. Watch, me and Genie will watch. We watch them every week, mm -hmm. and like the other auditioners that are waiting to go on, will start talking to you while <laughs> other people audition. And Genie flips out. She's like, <laughs> "How rude!" Yeah. Like, why? Like, I'm up. watching. Now no, we're gonna go talk during your whole Let audition. Let me tell you something, Missy. Mitzi was a motherfucking, you know, when Mitzi started getting kind of sick, she was just like, didn't have the, mm -hmm. she, man, I remember Mitzi passed me. Mitzi's the one who passed me. And when they came and told me I was, I was like, whatever, this old woman passed me, whatever. So then they had this, this they had the show for the women of, of, of comedy stores back in the day. Mm -hmm. Dude, I'm thinking it's like, I want to say this is something like 99, 2000, something like that. It was a long time ago, long time ago. But I remember the the comedians that, that are not comedians now. <laughs> They're so funny. And they were like popular then. Mm. So, and I wasn't, I was the new Jack on the show. Right. And um, I ripped, I ripped. The other girls did, they, I don't know what jokes they were doing. I was like, in my head when I was coming in, I was like, how are the, they considered these women funny? Like, <laughs> the fuck they're doing bullshit. So 
I went up, I ripped, I mean ripped. So I decided that I was going to go over there to Mitzi mm. and say, hey, you know how you doing? Thank you for the spot or whatever. And I go, hey, Mitzi. And she was like, why are you talking to me? Really? Why are you talking to me? Who are you? Oh. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> Yo, tell her to get the fuck away from me. Like, no. And I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I respected it. I honestly respected it because I was like, that's what I would have did. That's what I would have did. Why are you talking to me, New Jack? Just fucking call your veils in. Wow. But what's so funny, though, after that, I, I was like, oh, and walked off. After that, I think maybe two or three months later, that bitch loved me. Yeah, all right. She's looking for you. She loved me after that. I got, a, cool. I got a good one. Uh, so I did a show in 99 out in L.A. My big break was, I think it was 98, 99 was a comedy showcase with Louis Anderson. Do you remember that show out there? Louis Anderson, that. yeah. So we all that. flew out there to do that show. And that show was crazy. That trip was crazy. That started Norton working with Dice and that, mm. that's how we got the radio show. Like it's a whole thing. Like very seminal trip. Wow. But I went out there for for that and uh, when I came and Lucian, I was getting like 11 o'clock spots at the club before mm -hmm. I left to work on it. He gave and then when I he got and when I got that show, he was so proud even though I did 11 o'clock he would give me like 9 o'clock spots every night to run that set, right? So really? I Yeah, for like a week. Nice. At least for a week leading up to it, I got so I come back and I mean, I'm, I was like so, you know, grateful that he did that. And I was passed to the club. I felt like I'm in the club now. So he's sitting in that one of the booths. Right. And I see him. And it took me everything I could to go up to him and go, Lucian, I just want to say thanks for all the spots you gave me to work up for the club and it was, that was so great it was so great working at nine o'clock and i got to work out the stuff and the trip was amazing so thank you so much for all the spots and he just looks up from his chinese food and goes well don't get used to them <laughs> <laughs> and i very slowly backed out and i went back to 11 o'clock oh my god it was just so These classic. They, they, they get you every time. Tommy, can you stay around for? We're gonna play a game. Is that? Can we do that? Absolutely. All right. Well, oh wait. God. What's the state of? Give me before we do yes. that. Tell me what's the state of the club now. How do you feel about it? Great. It's good. It's doing good, man. What do, what do you think about comedy? Period. Right now, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, has it changed since you've taken over? Have you seen a change for the worse? <laughs> Answered. No, I, I, no, I told you, COVID fucked everything up, man. So it's like hard to find anybody new. And mm -hmm. then it's like, you know. And see, know. before I left, I started doing it's, spots there. Was it before? Yeah, I yeah that yeah. was a question I wanted to that ask. How, Leslie coming to town is a big thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I love we that We patch club. it out like, you know, on, on a fucking Tuesday and a Wednesday. And, and stuff. I love and it because I go in every there every time. And it's and way more relaxed. Club. I yeah. love that club because, for one, it's right down the street from my house. Yeah. Excellent. Two, I swear to God, I do not get stressed out at your fucking club. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, other <laughs> comics don't stress me out. The other comic, the comics that be at the at the uh, at the strip, are always so nice. Yeah, yeah. they're always so nice to me. They're always so respectful. And I'm not. Listen, I'm gonna say this. Y'all can cut. It, I don't give a fuck. But some of the comics, when I go to the cellar, I always leave there stressed out. Lenny always be like, God damn it. Why do you talk to them? Woo, woo, woo. Why did this? Because they, it's just, I don't know what it is, the different Nobody's atmosphere is. Nobody's ego tripping. 
at the comic strip. I know, but I don't. This is, Everybody knows like they are what they are. This Nobody's less, like, there's also, this, there's also less people. They're there to do their job. I always tell us the leader to do job. And then there's like the spots are 20 minutes long. So there's not too many hangers out there. There's no, yeah. there's not five rooms that people have to run in. Yeah, so the no. people you book are really nice. And then she only has to deal with way less people mm-hmm. than she yeah, has. Yeah, we only have like six people on one show. Yeah. Or... And also, if you don't like somebody, I've eliminated their presence before you get here. <laughs> huh? Oh, you didn't know. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's got bodies. We have no. a few people that are not allowed to show up when you show up. You mean at the strip? Yeah. Yeah, that should be everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, we're going to leave it there. (laughs) I'm going to eliminate myself in a minute. We'll be right back with Tommy Latch right after this. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Welcome back, everybody. Tommy Latch is staying for this segment. We will get to your listener letters next week. If you need advice, if you want disputes settled, if you have something to say, email us or record a voicemail message and send it to fuckerypodcast at gmail.com. That's F-C-K-R-Y podcast at gmail.com. Okay, this segment is called We're Doing a Fucking Quiz. (laughs) Fucking quiz. Your musical department's amazing. Right. Tommy, yes, this is a great musical department. We're going to get a fucking Grammy. Tommy Shingles. Latch has decided to take on Leslie in today's quiz, and the topic is oh, 90s music. Oh, okay. Oh. 15 okay. questions. Whoever answers first, Jordan and Cassie will keep score. And if I need Jordan, our resident musician, to sing a few bars in case you guys get stumped. Okay, Jordan, will. this is your moment, bitch. But we'll, but we'll see. This we'll is see. your moment, I don't Jordan. think it's going to be a problem. Here's the quiz. Very simple. Whoever says the Wait, right man, answer first. Tommy was born in the 90s, wasn't you? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's about our age. Yeah. He's about our age. little less than us, but we're still good. <laughs> this is songs of the 90s. I'm going to give you the song name. All you got to do is give me the band. First one who comes in with the band. Song name. And gonna, okay, okay, yep. okay. Okay, Ooh, 15 questions. Okay. Uh, this is easy. the easiest 90s. No, it's not because. I know these songs, so. No, I know it's easy. I don't the, be knowing it. Yeah, okay. It's easiest for the person with the answers. Yeah, exactly. All right, ass. here we go. Here we go. Number one, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, Nirvana. Nirvana. Nah, yeah. Okay. Well, Tommy got it. Mm. All right, number two, Mo Money, Mo Problems. Biggie Smalls. Okay, listen, you're <laughs> not going to beat me. Oh, <laughs> listen, my head don't work that fast. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Leslie. Here we go. Number three, No Scrubs. TLC. Oh, TLC. Ooh, who are we giving that to? <laughs> she can have it. We, we, we tired. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Wannabe. Oh, shit. Oh, I know that. I know that. I know that. Wanna be. Jordan, can you please sing? She don't know what that is. No? George choking? I'll sing it if you want. No, no. Jordan's gonna sing it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jordan? Jordan. Isn't it? Isn't it? Don't say that. Yeah. Oh, oh, Spice Girls! Yeah, yeah, Leslie weighs in. Good job, Jordan. That was fucking great, Jordan. Good you job. Fucking star. There's a lot of Spice Girls songs, so I was like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what you want, what you really, really want. That's what. I didn't what, know it was called Wannabe, though. Wannabe. What do you want to be? I don't know. Whatever. Here we go with number five Wonderwall. Oh, Oasis. Yes. Wait a minute, what? Oasis. Well, how does that go? Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Two days gonna yep. be the day that's 
could have said that to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't believe that anybody. That's white people shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't, fucking, don't you well, ever fucking do that to me again. <laughs> Send some goddamn Teddy Pendergrass. You don't have any black right, people on this? I got. I did. It, I actually broke him up into half black, half white. You're such a racist. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say. You Spanish Spanish songs on there. Too. Here we go. Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, Coolio. I, that Leslie won that one. <laughs> All right, you ready, Leslie? We talked about this one this week, or I fucked it up, or whatever. Here we go. Baby got back. Sir Mix a lot. <laughs> you know who this motherfucker thought it was? Who? He thought it was Tone Lope. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Not even close. It's like, wow. Thanks. Yo, motherfucker. I got a big stop. I got a big stop. That's song. funny. At least he knows Tone Lope. That's cool. Huh? So at least he knows Tone yeah, I know Lope. Tone. Well, That's true. That's true. All right, true. here we go. If it makes you happy. Ooh. Jordan. Jordan, sing it. If it makes you happy. Yeah, I know this song. I don't know who the hell it is, though. It can't be the bad. If it makes you oh, Wow. Oh, uh, no. Katy Perry? Song. Oh, no, this is 90s. 90s used in who is that? Th third grade. <laughs> Nevada, I know that it's song. It's a woman, right? Yeah. If you makes you happy. Cheryl Crow. I was yes. going to say Cheryl Crow. Really? Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, that's shit. the only white bitch I know in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right, this is a real white one. Uh -uh. And it was Lucian's favorite song. Lucian so, listened to music instead of yeah, the devil. For some reason, guitar? he liked this song. The Radicals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you get what you give. Yep. The, actually, it's, not, it's the new Radicals. Oh, the new Radicals. We might have to remove that question. That was unfair. How did you know that? Wait a minute. That was the song? Yeah. I think they played it at his funeral. You get what you, they did play Wait it at his funeral. How does that song go? Uh, it is a good Jordan, song. Jordan, do you know that song? Don't let go. You got a reason to live. Yeah. Don't give up. They played that at his funeral? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he had already let go, though. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Multiple times. Multiple times. All his, all his fingers and everything. Damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> I'm just gonna give Leslie all the points for that one. Oh my god! All right, that's well, great. You get all the points. I answered it before you even we'll answered every question. No. That's dope. We'll see everybody in hell, but we might as well finish this might quiz. As well. All right, here we go, Leslie. This is your. This is a shot. Unbreak my heart. Oh, Tina, Tony Braxton. There you go. Oh. All right, here we go, Leslie. I will I always, I will always love you. Whitney Houston. There come you on. go. All right, here we go. Candle in the wind. Oh, Elton John. Ooh, I'm gonna tie. I think that's a tie. That's a definitely tie. Tie. Here we go. Tears in heaven. Oh, Eric Clapton. Yes. I was just and, and I knew that. And tears. I knew it, but I was like, oh, I, I know that. that song. Okay. All and right. That, let's see about him pushing his song. son falling out the window or something. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the right? tears in heaven. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's beautiful. It's sad. Uh, it's very it. sad. Oh, it's sad. Song of the year. It was it's everything so, of the year. His son walked off a. Of, that's so. That shit broke my heart. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And he's a racist, so... He's a racist? Yep. Fuck well, his son. Okay, no. I'm not going to say fuck his son, but I'm just saying. He's not helping himself these you days, know, let's say that. He didn't help that. it at all. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. You just know, you know he's the reason I wouldn't let my godson go out on the balcony. And my balcony yeah. was very safe. And that's look what <laughs> it good It was on the ground floor. <laughs> 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 all right, here we go. All right, Leslie, you better know this one, because I didn't even know the answer to this. I okay. didn't even know. And I've heard this song about a billion times. Okay. okay. What is love? 
What is love? Yeah. Baby, oh, don't hurt man, me. I, don't, I wouldn't know the name either. Don't hurt me. I don't know who sings that. Who sings that? that? It's SNL. When yeah. 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 Who sings that? You're right. You got it? Oh, take a shot. Who? I don't know. Take a shot. Sylvester? No, but that's a good one. It's Hadaway. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that probably was his only song. Yeah. yeah. It was one hitter. I hope hit. so, because I never heard ah, a hitter. Ah, 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 made right. a lot of money off that one yeah, song. They made, he made a lot of money <laughs> off that Just from the song. movie and, yeah. and that's yeah. For yeah. Love. All right, last one. Uh, no Diggity. No Doubt. Blackstreet. Wow. Hey. Blackstreet. And see, and I almost said the other one uh, that uh, Teddy Riley had, and that would have been wrong. It was Teddy Riley. And, it and was Teddy Black Riley, Street, but he right? had another one that no. used to do uh, oh. uh, Rump Shaker, Rump Shaker, Rump Shaker. That wasn't by the Blackstreet, though, but it was by somebody else. But yes. That's Blackstreet Black featuring Dr. Dre and Queen Penn. Okay. Yep. Give me the total. Who I think we know who won that one. I think we tied on everyone. <laughs> it the was really, really close, but... Tommy won. Yeah, Tommy won. Hey, Very Cassie, good. Cassie, <laughs> Cassie, you're fucking fired, okay? You're fucking Sorry. fired right now, okay? Sorry. And I don't think you counted that right. I don't think you was hearing me come in. You can come work at the comic wow, strip. Wow, Cassie, that's some real fuck shit. Thank you, you know Tommy. what I'm saying? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to tell Judith that you're you didn't welcome. do what you're supposed to do. I'm going to tell Judith that you fucked up everything. <laughs> come on, we love Cassie. Thank I mean, Cassie, like, thank you for know. being here. We could have recorded this shit, but this bitch named Cassie? Judith. Is she at, didn't even push play. Like Judith is at the Ambies. We'll also know if we won I know, uh, huh? the next show. Tommy, what? thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having that me. That was Tommy! funny. Thank if, you. If you want to go see comedy in New York City and you can't get into the cellar, of course, where everybody tries to go. But you can see great acts all the time. Auditioners. The next yeah. Lucian used to say this. You're like, if you want to see celebrities, go to the comedy show. But if you want to see up and coming, great talent. This is the place, the comic strip. That's I mean, what he used to say. Y'all need to start selling it as Eddie Murphy's ex home. Like Eddie Murphy used to live yeah, at legit. the comic Yeah, but I, I love like going the, there. You know, I feel like the, you know we've lived in the past for so long. Yeah, you okay. know? I feel moving you. on. So it's we're a, a the, comic strip. Future comic strip live is eighty first and second here in New York City. You can tell me it's my home. Enjoy. It's yeah, Leslie and when Jones. Leslie's in town, the home of Leslie Jones Leslie's when home she's in town. Yeah, when I'm in town, that's where I'm at. Yeah, we'll be right back with the fuckery of the week right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks, Tommy Latch, for coming in. Now it's time for that part of the show we like to call the fuckery of the week. Fuckery of the week. I will go first this week, Leslie. Leslie, we work with a lot of people we don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, we just have to tolerate them. Production companies, agents, assistants, sometimes drivers, directors, showrunners, publicists, PAs. I mean, we've had all of them. But when we get somebody good... You and I like to hold on to these people. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Sirius Radio, our parent company, cut 8% of the workforce. So out of 5,869 people in the company, they cut 469. And one of them was our board operator, Dan Spaventa. And look, I don't know what his responsibilities were outside of our show. But we recorded 8 p.m. on Tuesday nights here in New York. And that's a lot to ask for anyone who wants a personal life. I know he ran... The Laugh USA Network, he did everything we asked. He ironed out our New York tech problems every single time. That's what I know. And look, there are a million reasons for this stuff at a higher level, probably our salaries included. But my God, Howard Stern makes $120 million a year and is worth a billion dollars. And don't even get me started on what the CEO of this company makes. And we wonder what is wrong with the world. 
But here's what's most important for me. He's a great guy. He's been here since he was 22. He's a fan of comedy. He roots for the shows he works on. He came to The Daily Show because he loves the entertainment business. He comes to watch us do stand-up because he's a fan. Attention companies. It's not easy to find good people who work hard and actually care about their jobs. Figure out a way to grow them, nurture them, educate them, and retain them, or you won't have a company. You'll have a mess. Fuckery. We're going to miss you, Dance Paventa. Send me that resume. Leslie and I will help you. And that was Lenny's last day <laughs> on the fuckery. <laughs> it had to be said. We miss you. I mean, he's a good guy. And he's a good. He was good at his job for us. So. Yeah, I just uh, I shit. feel like I feel like sometimes company and I get it. They look at that bottom line. I'd be wondering what the line y'all looking at because if if you're losing like okay, I know this might sound crazy, but like a couple of million when you're making a hundred. Kind of don't understand, but if Howard Stern makes a hundred and nineteen million dollars a year, that million dollars goes a long way, you know. Like, like at least let them finish out the shows for us. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't. I whenever I hear cuts, budget cuts, I go, what is this about? What is it about, really? And are y'all cutting right, motherfuckers? Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough job too. Sorry, Dan. I love you, boo. Okay, so. And then, you know, people are going to be like, well, why y'all didn't get his job back? <laughs> we're working why, on it. We're working on it, you we're fuck gonna dicks. Help Didn't em. you just hear the fuckery of the week, you fucking assholes? <laughs> Such dicks. <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, I like how you speak for the good and the bad people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know what people are saying out there. They're probably... I know. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Okay, my fuckery of the week is hypocrites. Well, that's a good one. So it's amazing to me how everybody always has an opinion of people's reaction or how people react to things, and they never put themselves in that person's shoes. So the Chris Rock thing happened, uh, his his special happened, and there are all kinds of reviews. And the most one that I see is people like, oh, he need to get over that. Oh, Will is spending, he got, he's spending time in his brain. He he's, uh, has a, a spot in his brain. He's, he, he need to let it go. I, I mean, it's been a year. He sound, he sound grapes. It's that, woo, woo, woo. Y'all kill me with that shit. Y'all yeah. kill me with that fucking hypocrite <laughs> shit. You're fucking bitches. First of all, let me explain something to you. I, I, I watch TikTok. I watch Instagram. I watch Twitter and all these social things. You motherfuckers can't take shit. So imagine if you got smacked. Not, no, not smacked. Punched in front of the world. We're not talking about getting sucker punched in front of your girlfriend or your fucking families or at job and shit. We're talking about in front of the motherfucking world. In front of his kids. In front of his mom. In front of his family. In front of his peers. In front of the audience. In front of the people who are watching. That, that shit. And then got replayed over and over and over and over again. You telling me. In your wonderful heart of yours, you would be like, well, I'm just going to let it go. You know, that happens. I'm just going to let it go. You bitch-ass motherfuckers would still be bitching about it. Y'all would bitch <laughs> about it on Twitter. You would bitch about it to your friends. You would send messages. You would complain. You would do all that shit. What the fuck do you think Chris is supposed to do? Is that the bigger person? Is that the fucking bigger person? Because if he was a singer, he would write a song. We see, we hear songs out. 
shit. Taylor Swift can't fuck nobody without writing a song about her ex. <laughs> she destroys all her fucking exes, but y'all don't call her bitter. The fuck out of here. Beyonce, and you, God bless Beyonce. Nobody's saying nothing better about Beyonce, but <laughs> Beyonce did lemonade. Okay? She went through a town with a baseball bat. Busting shit. Y'all ain't had shit to say about that. But then Chris comes out and fucking defends himself and says, yeah, I got slapped by a motherfucker that, and talks about it. Y'all y'all got something to fucking say. Shut your stupid ass up. Shut your stupid ass up. Because let me tell you straight up. Straight the fuck up. Everybody who got something to say. Will Smith was fucking wrong. I don't give a fuck what you put up for the defense for it? Oh, he was defending his black queen. Oh, he was no, he wasn't. He made a fucking fool out of himself and his family and black people. Period. You could have waited to after the ceremony and stepped to Chris because see, would nobody gave a fuck about a fight at an after party because we would have been trying to figure out if the shit is true or not. But you got your ass up. You got your ass up. And went and fucking stepped on a stage and physically assaulted another man. I don't give a fuck what reason you had for it, bah. Oh, uh, my queen. You was laughing, nigga. I saw you. And then she makes a face. And let me say you something, uh, Jada, Miss Pickett. You could have had a bomb-ass fucking movie role after that. How about play it off? Hey, that's right. Write that role. But instead, y'all motherfuckers did exactly what white people be expecting us to do. You fucking went up there and did exactly why the fuck they don't let us in that motherfucking building. Are you fucking serious? And this man who didn't fight him back because I would have rolled wheels back all the way off that stage. I would have been fucking fighting him with the mic. I would have fought his bitch. <laughs> I'd have fought his fucking kids. Well, Chris handled that shit with much grace in that moment. Don't get mad at him because now he's expressing the shit that he had to go to. Do y'all realize that this man had to go to therapy with his children because his children saw him get hit on national fucking TV? Do y'all realize that? So go fuck yourself, motherfuckers, if you got something to say because you's a hypocrite. You's a fucking hypocrite. And if you got something to say to me, please make sure that you defend yourself before you walk up to me because I'm that bitch. And I'm looking for it. I like to fight. And I don't give a fuck about being famous. So please try me. Please try me. <laughs> please walk up on the stage when I'm on there. Please. Please. It's <laughs> my fuckery of the week. That's great. Um, yeah, people like, he should hit him back. He, he just did. That was it. He, and that's how he hits that's back. How he hits he, that's back. how he hits back. And that's how comedians... And, and then people go, running. you shouldn't do that. Okay, well, yeah, you, go listen, fuck you yourself. can't win. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't win because if he would have hit him back physically, y'all would have said that was wrong. Y'all yeah. motherfuckers get on my nerves, you fucking hypocrites. <laughs> you hypocrites. 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 And now I'm done with that. Okay. I said, I said what I said. That's good. And Leslie will be here next week. I'll get... I, I'll get fired for the dance preventa, but no, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Colin's going to fire you. Okay. Colin's going to be like, wow, yeah. we just talked. And then this motherfucker went and made a whole fucking speech. Jordan, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan is already, then she pushed record. She's going to go take, she's like, yo, did you not hear what, did you not hear that Lenny just fucking called you a fucking asshole? 
<laughs> Wait, I don't remember hearing that. Uh, anyway, that's our show for the day. Send us your letters at fuckrypodcast at gmail.com. Follow Leslie at lesdog. That's L-E-S-D-O-G with three G's on Twitter, four G's on Instagram, and five G's on TikTok. Why, Leslie? Because I'm a motherfucking G, son. If you want to follow me, it's Lenny Marcus. NYC on all platforms. Jordan Duffy, our audio engineer, has a music video coming out called Wonder Woman. So look for that. You can download it on Spotify. And when this show, when you listen to the show, it's out. So go find it wherever you find stuff. I'm going to sing a little bit for you. Wonder Woman. Wonder. And Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's 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 it's it. gonna be a hit. Nailed it. The fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus was created by and stars Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. Our produ- producer today is Cassie Jerkin, stepping in for Judith Cargbo. Jerk. Jerkin. <laughs> Our audio engineer in Los Angeles is Jordan Duffy. Jordan. Our New York City audio engineers are Jared O'Connell and Corey Kessluck. Yeah. Our whatever. production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. Music for this show is done by Marina Pais. Pais. This is an ear. Wolf production. Cause the wolf has his. 